galaxy, not so far, far away, a group of nerds assemble to give you the hottest takes on pop culture, movies, TV shows, video games, and anything nerdy. Hold on to your butts. You're listening to the Nerdy Bunch. Here's your host, Clarissa. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of The Nerdy Bunch. Uh, we are really excited today to be talking about Season 2 of The Umbrella Academy. I don't want to speak for everyone, but I know we all love this season far more than Season 1. Not in a bad way, just this one's jam-packed with so much. So I do want to dive right in because there's a lot to cover, and there was a lot that we all loved. Uh, but I wanted to make a note of the last time we talked about Season 1. We made it a point to discuss how all of the members of the Umbrella Academy do not work well together. Even on their own, they don't really work well by themselves. So when they bring them together, they just cannot get things done. So seconds into season two, we see that they were all separated. Um, across the span of three years, 1960 to 1963. And so they're all separated. And once again, we see Fives hunting all of them down to gather them because, again, he sees the end of the world. Um, they did not stop it in season one. I want to know everybody's um, appreciation for season two. I know we loved it, but what was something that stood out for you guys the most? Like that made it so much better than season one. Was it that the music stepped up a notch? Was that the character stories were better? There was more to it. What was it that we all love so much? Um, Darrell, I know you're welcome to the group. So what did you think about season two? Hello, everyone. Uh, yes. Uh, so season two, man, just when it comes to story progression, um, it was just so much more fluid. Uh, it didn't really take time to kind of, uh, vant off into side stories that didn't really add into the main story of the season. So when it comes to just the, how they interwove different stories as well, I just felt like it was really well told. I actually liked certain characters that I originally didn't like in the first season. <laughs> I liked them better in this season because, they just had better storylines and, and it made me appreciate them more. So for me, it was just the overall story development throughout the show was just much more like tight jam packed and uh, it's really enjoyable. Kayla, what made you like it better? Oh, let's see. Klaus literally <laughs> started, started a cult. That was quite <laughs> funny. Um, let Ben butt fuck him into having a sex with someone he didn't care about. So that was quite funny. Um, <laughs> I think I, I think I liked Klaus, how he changed and everything like that. And then also letting um, Ben like actually kind of take more into consideration of how Ben felt and everything like that. And then it was also sad that Ben disappeared. Oh. He, he was cool. <laughs> Ellie, what about you? I was going into the season kind of like meh because the first season was <laughs> meh. Uh, so I did enjoy the second season way more. I was actually like binge watching it. I watched it, I forgot, like within two days or something like that. Um, I just, I felt like it was just more, it made me care more about the characters, be more invested in their story and stuff like that. Um, had more of the feels. And, like, you know kind of of, like, how Five is supposed to change things. Yeah. So you're like, oh, no, I don't want them to die, you know? So you're <laughs> hoping, you're cheering for them. So that's what I like about it. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I had a, little, a lot of funny banters, especially with the whole cult side of everything and how he's like, yo, I'm a fraud. 
you be and free. They, they still follow him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, they, were, they were all Destiny's children. He just gave them <laughs> lyrics <laughs> from like present day. Yeah, which is like nuts. He had on like, he convinced them to like touch. They got, I, I believe he, I don't know if he convinced them or they themselves like in his the honor, like tattooed. Guy. Yeah, which is nuts. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> Ivan, what about you? Um, since the beginning, well, I, like after we finished that, the season one podcast, I'm like, I was already like, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start watching. I mean, you're and- pretty psyched because we were trying not to spoil anything for you. And all we could do was just ask you, oh, did you see this yet? Did you see this yet? Because we were so excited about season two. <laughs> yeah. And like just from the beginning, that opening scene, the music where like they were just at war with the Russian or Soviet <laughs> Union and and like seeing everyone like pretty much use their power. Or get a glimpse yeah. of what their full capabilities are is just like great, and and like Jarrell said, like just the stories, the development of how everyone's separate, and then somehow it worked its way t- together, and especially the ending, it's just I thought season one left it at a cliffhanger, but this one it's like oh shit. Yeah, I jumped right into it. It was interesting to see them so they seemed so different in that scene when they were fighting like the Soviets on that street. They seemed mm-hmm. like they were completely different people. So I was thinking, gee, like, what is it that happened that they changed so much? Mm-hmm. Yeah, really espe- yeah, especially Vanya having, like, that hate towards them because they, you know. And then, like, it's like, okay, what happened? And then, like, throughout, like, you notice, oh, okay, she lost she lost her memory. And, and yeah. Debbie, welcome but- to the group again. Welcome. Uh, what did you think about season two? Yeah, I liked... Um- same thing i thought that the story was more cohesive and it's weird because they all started off at different points like literally at different points in time but they were still um i think the story still like found a good way to have them all come back together um i also thought the characters were like a little more tolerable i didn't like love any of the characters in season one but (laughs) it started growing on me and i like that they um the treatment of vanya by the siblings i like that they it had a more like positive outlook on her and they were like hey so maybe things will go you know differently if we treat her like our actual sister (laughs) which um season one I was just so upset like how things ended up with Vanya and then with this season I'm really really glad that they like changed it around but like in a way that was like believable you know because the siblings at first they were a little like oh god like there goes Vanya again but then they (laughs) kind of slowly warmed up to her and they all like I liked how they kind of came together as a team and finally (laughs) I know (laughs) and then one thing that I loved was the handlers outfits I know that's an entire thing as well and that's just like the music where it's another character where her outfits are insane her hats are crazy (laughs) yeah her whoever her um costume designer is I don't know like mad props to them I thought they were so cool what did we all think of Vanya having lost her memory? Did we think it was a fake, like she was pretending to? Or do we even like that it added to her character, really, that she had no recollection of who she was or that she had powers? I think... Good for anyone. I, I, think I think... like It was probably good for her because I feel like she deserved a time where she didn't have, like, her past and, like, all the trauma that she went through, like, hanging over her. So I think, like, in a way, like, she kind of deserved, it gave like, her a new happened. outlook so to speak towards her powers like how uh-huh. it came from them like oh showing like hey we didn't know you had powers and all of a sudden you did and we were told that you were going to end the world 
or like kind of thing. And you kind of did. So, so it's kind of like you can't get really uh, mad for her. Like, I think it was a good thing she got to have a new outlook to the life or whatever. It honestly took me a little while to actually believe that she lost her memory. I thought she was faking it. I thought she was pretending. <laughs> she just like wanted to get away from it and just like completely ignore it as all of them do because they never want to care that the world is ending and come together. So you could see that their immediate reaction when they landed in whatever time they landed in was to look for each other. And then when they realized what year they were in, that they were all in Dallas of all places. And then they just went on about their lives. It's almost like they took on their own. It sounded really like you Dallas for a second there. <laughs> I don't know if you wanted that to come across. And... But it's, they all took on their own lives. Do you guys know what I mean? Like, uh, Luther just took it upon himself to, okay, just get a job. And he was like some bodyguard. And then Diego goes to the screens and see that, sees the date and sees that it's before JFK was assassinated. And immediately, of course, it clicks for him that he has to be this hero complex and stop JFK from being assassinated. And then, like, Allison goes and gets married. She does protests, all that stuff. I mean, she shows up that night and her throat is still all messed up. She can't talk. And what storyline do you guys, what did you guys find the most interesting? I'm so glad that Allison could speak. (laughs) First, I was like, by the end of the first season, I was like, come on, man. I know. Like, like, that's her whole power. It's her whole point. (laughs) Yeah. Like, like, especially just as far as like being like a character of color, it's like, you're going to have her not speak, but at least for the second season, you know, like that her story, I think is really interesting. And I, one of my favorite scenes is um, where Luther's going to meet, trying to go see her, and then her husband that she oh married is like, you know, like, oh, that's what and then the next scene where he's like, Can I have those cookies? Like that was so funny. He's like thought, stuffing his face with chocolate, crying about like Allison in that picture being married. I can't with Luther, I really can't. So One thing funny. I found so fucked though was Al- how Allison's brother like like how her power is, how she forced that dude, that Swedish brother, to kill his oh. brother by choking him out. And the dude was like about to fucking cut his arm off. I was like, Oh my god, like just imagine going through that. You killed your brother, the mm. light, your own blood. And yeah, you could like see it in his eyes. Like that was such like, a crazy ooh. scene. That was such he a in his eyes that he didn't want to do it. It was against his will and he like killed his own brother. But was it that scene or was it scene like following that they that were scene. fighting and it was to Backstreet that Boys? Oh when my god. That was so good. <laughs> that was pretty good. Uh, the IKEA mafia. <laughs> the Swedish milkman murders. <laughs> Actually, they were my favorite for some reason. They were so weird, but they were like one of my favorites. They were, they were very so odd. Really likable. Like the fact that they cared so much about each other, I was like kind of soft for them. Yeah, I like the Swedes more than uh, Hazel and, oh and Cha Cha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah I, think the, I think the I don't know. <laughs> Go ahead, Ivan. Uh, well, I don't know. No, I'm one time because I, I, I like <laughs> Hazel and Cha Cha the dynamic. There, I don't know. I feel it's different. That you mm. can't really come. It's not comparable. But, I, yeah. I also yeah. find it funny that Five has just simply got, been having a bad two weeks. Like everyone else, <laughs> got a break of like a year or two, but not right. him. He, Part Five is always help. pulling all the way. Seriously, no, that's what I mean. Like none of them care. And then the, the last two we see to show up is Fives, and he doesn't go on to have a life. It's be- probably it's because he has the knowledge and like has visually like actually stood there and see 
the world in. So it's probably much more immediate for him oh, than it is for Manny, any of them. <laughs> why'd you eat that bug? <laughs> Sorry. Um, okay. Okay. I was like, big, I don't remember big, that part. Very big housefly. <laughs> I mean, it, it looks quite gross. <laughs> Uh, Insert ad here. You weren't showing up on my my uh, feed at first, so you're back. But I wanted to know what stuff the most for you to make season two so much better than season one. So I think the best part of season two is like the fact that all the characters kind of rounded out. Like I disliked Vanya completely last season. Yeah, she kind of had like a redemption arc, and she was a lot better. Same with Luther. I thought he was useless, and he's still kind of he's like kind yeah. of charming. So it kind of works out. And I actually feel like I like Diego a lot more in season one. And then this season, I'm like, oh, my God, shut up about JFK. Like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> he would not leave it alone. But I think that all the characters. I like, I like Diego's hair, though. <laughs> Diego's hair. hair was awesome. I agree. Is that a wig or no? Yeah, I, I agree with you, Bree. I, I, I think Diego's probably plot point was probably the worst. But uh, Luther, I, I I loved his uh, I loved his story uh, to see him being a, a you know I guess I'll be a boxer you know and and then <laughs> I actually appreciated Klaus a lot more I hated I could not stand Klaus really? the first season. I could not I could not I did not like him at all but the first, but this season <laughs> I like I felt like it was like his story was exceptionally well rounded and I really like I really liked his, his yeah his story <laughs> and everything. Um, yeah, he was his much- boyfriend. Yeah, I just yeah, I think I just think uh, I think that writing was probably part one of the best to me in the in the show. Between that and then Allison's story, I think those were probably my favorites. And I love five. Five's dope. <laughs> I know. It's just like a go-to. I love fives. Five doesn't even have a name. Isn't that sad? He can't even live his oh, life and find cool? his own name. Cool. <laughs> He's just always working. And I think one of the one of the greatest things was him fighting his older self. Mm. Oh my god! Oh, yeah, <laughs> so great. There, what was like, it like the five? Path? Yeah, it was like the five stages of I don't know, like when you meet your own self the in the paradox, future. Whatever. Yes, the paradox. And they were like gassy and like sweating, and then like <laughs> Luther had to decide which one to listen to. They're like, "No, man, listen to me. Like, I'm serious. He's gonna turn on you." And then the other one's like, "No, man, he's gonna turn on you. Don't listen to him." <laughs> Oh my god, I when the, the fire extinguisher fell on Luther's head. Oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> Through the portal. Oh, he can't. Poor guy. The entire I, time I was like, oh, Luther, come on. Luther's going to mess something up. And I was just <laughs> waiting for that shoe to drop. Yep. Oh my god. <laughs> well, what I about Elliot? Oh, Elliot, poor thing. He was so excited to like get activity in his alleyway and he got like pictures and video of all of them and he's just crazy conspiracy theorist and he did not they did him dirty, they did. It, it's I, like I, I it's lo- like the conspiracy theorist dream to see oh, some yeah. shit yes. go down and be able to prove it and actually help get the involved world. In it. And he I, dies. But that's yeah. I feel like that's a risk he knew he was gonna take. Like God, he sees he was all this tortured. crazy shit. Yeah, yeah, he was. Fuck, he was I don't think he knew it though. I think until that point, like I don't think it like hit him. You know, like I don't think it settled in that like all this shit was happening. And the next thing you know, he's like strapped to a chair, dying. He's like, oh wait, wait I didn't sign up for this. Right. Yeah. yeah, I love how Diego and Luther fucking got it completely wrong. <laughs> like, just come in and like slap him upside the head like you dipshits it's the swedes the people who've been hunting me 
It must be hard to have your like 12 year old brother be so much smarter than you. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> like, you know, I there one brain cell and five has it 90% of the time. Yeah, like <laughs> just listen to fives and follow. Just do what he says. Like all of them have such an issue, like with working together. I can't stand it. But the season did definitely introduce a lot of uh, new people because again, they all had their own lives. Um, Lila being like a big part of Diego's story. What do you guys think of Lila? Oh, well, I together. <laughs> I really did, and then they through the fact that she was the handler's kid. Yeah. And her whole superpower was like, what the, how? Yeah, she had a, she had a mimic power. So she was also born the same day as all of them. So she's another un, un, unfound super kid. She stayed with that, was like acting like she was going to stay with the handler after she found out she fucking called. Yeah, well, so then that was the second twist. Like the first is that she was the handler's daughter. And then the second being that the handler totally murdered her parents just to take her. But I think Lila, I could, yeah, I definitely couldn't figure her out. And I'm not one to try and predict, like think ahead. I just want to like well, watch it and yeah. get get surprised. But Lila would have been really cool to add to them. And she disappeared, right? Like we never see her again. Yeah, she took the briefcase and just like vanished. Yeah, and she said bye. I actually liked Lila. I kind of liked yeah. that, that unpredictability. Yeah. Um, I thought she was written really well, and I did. It made me like Diego a little more. <laughs> I feel <laughs> like she just line, wanted right? some dick. That's what I feel like. She had a job that was not. I mean, she did. I mean, she, she brought Diego though. in. She brought Diego in and caused she it anyway, so her job was done. <laughs> mm-hmm. And we got Raymond, who I absolutely loved, which is Allison's husband. I felt yeah. so terrible. It was it's interesting because I was conflicted. So by the time that we were, they were finally gonna meet up together and like use the briefcase that Fives had got from the handler after killing that fish head dude, <laughs> which was a crazy scene. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was the most violent thing. I forgot Five was an assassin. You know, like I yeah, forgot. just yeah, that was badass. That was yes. so badass. Just I think like. This will do. Take a fucking uh, fireman's axe to them. Holy yes. shit. <laughs> and then the handler kept him in on her desk, like in a little fishbowl. Yeah. <laughs> she ate him. Like, she ate yeah, him. Like swallowed him whole. Then ate the Alec Dang. Those are some like little things you just job. have to like roll it's with. It's just a fish with a job. That's all he wants. She was so power hungry. Oh yeah, oh, she yeah. Just- <laughs> literally. <laughs> good one. Uh, good one. I just got it. <laughs> um, like those the guys who worked for her at like the agency who ended up helping all of them at the end. Um, I don't remember the guy with the glasses, the short guy who the, all of them like came together and they just hated the handler so much that they created their own little secret secret rebel group. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that was an entire thing in itself. Yeah, her was the that best. Was cool. Um, but when they were finally all going to come together with that briefcase to go back to the present, I was so anxious, so nervous because I was like, "Finally, please!" Like it's going to take you guys back, but of course they failed. And the paradox, the, the frustration—you fi- <laughs> feel five's frustration. Like they could not do the simplest thing with me in the alleyway, and that's when like Klaus shows up and he's throwing up because Ben is still inside of him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I liked that aspect actually of, of Ben being able to take over Klaus's body. 
yeah. that was such a nice was, moment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We got to see more of Ben this season, which was really nice because he's always in the background. Like I feel so bad for him. I I don't yeah. like that Klaus never really says like, "Hey, you guys, just so you know." I can talk and see Ben and talk to Ben. Like he's here yeah. all the time and he never mentions it. And I even think what- he, I think he does I have a theory about that. I think he does yeah. that because I feel the group always sees him as the loser, like the black sheep, quote unquote, of the family. So he doesn't wanna he doesn't wanna give tell them that, like, hey, I could actually talk to our dead brother and he's here all the time with us because then they're gonna be like, Hey, I wanna talk to you, but I really wanna talk to him. Mm-hmm. so they're gonna That's be nice to him and not really want to be with him just sense. use him to talk to ben yeah mm. and I, I don't think he wants that because i feel like they would do that yeah, honestly, doing that family. yeah i'm excited to see ben they... in season three because that twist at the end that's a mm-hmm. different band man That's yeah good. that too so like that that ending too um I just have so many theories because it could be them. It could be themselves, but different versions of themselves. Or what I would like to see is just an entirely different group of kids that that Reginald Hargreaves like found on that same day. Like maybe he didn't find them except for Ben, I guess. Deliberately. I think he deliberately didn't find them because I think that's the same one. They created a completely different timeline. So that is why they're all fucked up there. So the only way that they could fix it is if they go back to when they were talked to Reginald and not talk to them. Yeah, so he purposely found other kids. I saw a theory, too, because Harlan, the little boy that, like, Vanya saves, um, Sissy's son, that he, you know, held held on to some of Vanya's powers. And when he's spinning a little bird in the backseat of that car, it's a sparrow, and which is Sparrow Academy is the new kids. But he'd be, like, way too old in present day. You just made it make so much sense, though. I didn't realize it was a scam. <laughs> I didn't realize that either. Yeah, that was that was a big. Oh my god. Yeah, it's, he's spinning a little bird and, and levitating it. It's a sparrow. But then, like Lila too, because what if she goes to the present day and she's part of the sparrow? Like I don't know. I think it could be a whole group of different kids, which I'm hoping it is. Maybe or, he's like an so. assistant or something, and not um, not necessarily like part of the Sparrow Academy, but instead yeah. of Pogo, like they have Harlan. Yeah, he crosses paths with like Reginald as he's older, and I don't know. Yeah, forms academy with him or something. But I think that'd be pretty crazy. I wonder if we're gonna touch on the fact that Har- or Hargreaves, he's a alien. Like, are they are they yeah. gonna just never talk about this? I fucking forgot. I had to rewatch season one because remember it was shown him on a planet. All of a sudden, rocket ships are going off. There's floating thing labs, and then all of a sudden, that's how he starts the Umbrella Academy because he buys them out or whatever. And then I was like, "Oh, that's why he's an alien!" Oh my god! He like, takes off his face and like murders all yeah. those dudes. <laughs> Just fucking! I can't believe though. But like, he actually had the honest intentions of not killing JFK, but that secret society wanted to fucking kill JFK. Yeah, because what? Because JFK was what like snooping around with their like. I think so, mysterious group like things. That. I feel like the JFK plot point was so like it was like I felt like it was like a little left field and didn't necessarily like it didn't pay off. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. we didn't see like I think we saw like a little bit of like the secret society, you know, like interacting, um, kind of on the sidelines with JFK, but like we didn't see like a full story there, and yet yeah, felt a little like not fleshed out whereas like the other storyline with the 
handler and with the end of the world and everything like that was definitely more fleshed out and made a little more sense in season two. Oh yeah. yeah. And I, I think they just, just did it for DA. To like distract us and like make us think that that was what it was. And then it was like, Psych! it's not even JFK. We don't care. About <laughs> but that's the thing. Like for me, like I didn't even think that, like, I thought it was like a kind of like a red herring thing from the start. Like the whole, like Diego wanting to save JFK. Like it, in me, like for me, it was like the whole point was like, come on, Diego. Like it's that's not the point. That's not what we're trying to do here. Like get with the program. I know. It's like stop with your own agenda. Like you got to fi- find fives. That's what I mean. Like all of them just veer off and yeah. start yeah, their own lives. It's like, do you guys not remember that you guys were trying to stop the end of the world? But you guys go right. on about your lives, not trying to look for each other or anything. But I mean, Vanya, yeah. I guess, is excused. She doesn't have any memory. It adds to their unproductiveness uh, yes. in general. Yeah. And then, it's and frustrating. Then, yeah. And I feel like Diego's constantly trying to like solidify that, like, previous, like almost like getting like his dad's approval or just have a satisfaction as far as him being like a good assassin. And then obviously the JFK assassination, as far as like how it happened and the angles and things, there's a lot of mysteries to that. So I think, I think it's, I think it makes sense for him to chase that, but it's just, it's even funnier where it doesn't, well, I find it funny, I guess, where <laughs> it just doesn't pan out. It's just, you know, it's, it doesn't even, it still happens. Adds, yeah, it adds more to the overall story. It's like, no, we're, you know, we need to save the world. Hello. So I think it's just for like timing sake, like something to, to like, plot everything around so mm-hmm. you see that uh, fives and his older self and luther are fighting across the street like behind that fence from mm-hmm. it and then meanwhile like vanya is like the fbi has her in that building so it's just oh, kind of God, like yeah. the placing of everyone because maybe fucking literally <laughs> electrocuted constantly tortured and then um <clears throat> I'll, i was kind of feeling bad for vanya because i'm like oh my god she's getting blamed twice for the end of the world, holy yeah, shit! Yeah, like they're gonna—they're not—they're not gonna know what they're doing to her. That she's gonna explode. And I—I I, honestly, I cry about everything, but I cried because Ben fin- was the one to be able to get to her and like yeah. talk to her. And the entire scene of like her, like letting Ben go and him like finally leaving because he was like scared to leave. Oh my gosh, that was oh, good. That was good. Yeah, one. I found it. I, I found it interesting that they made it a point to give her like they went they went to the extent of showing how they were giving her lsd to try to you know have her say all those things and and i was doing research too like the cia really did that yeah they did 60s 70s to like yeah ridiculous amount of mason mason what are the numbers So, yeah, I thought that was really interesting. So I was like, did they really do that? And I was like, looking up and just like different operations and stuff. And I was like, oh, wow. Interesting. Yeah, they did a lot of shit. Poor Vanya, no, I mean. CIA. <laughs> I'm knocking on your door. Yeah. Vanya really went from like zero to 100. And so she had no idea who she was or what was yeah. going on. And all of a sudden, Fives is telling her the world's going to end. And all of a sudden, she has a family. And all of a sudden, she FBI grabbed her and <laughs> she like blew up that cornfield. Oh my oh, god! Yeah, yeah. Oh, Abe Harlan, like the way she did with the water, like moved the water completely. That was yeah. pretty awesome. That was a cool scene. Um, I wanted to bring it back to Diego because I think to me it's one of the, I guess, funniest, but it's another plot point. His like mom issues, like when we see Grace in real life, and it's mm-hmm. it, she's not like their mom. She's not the robot. She's like actually Grace, like she's her exactly. own self and. That she was a scientist, and I don't even remember if that was even explained because she was a scientist working for Reginald. Um, but 
I don't know if it, I don't remember if it was explained that she, if she died and then that's why he made a robot version of her. I feel like he killed her. They, I, yeah, feel, like, I, was gonna say I that. feel like he fucking killed her because he told her this true secret of who he was and what he was. And she flipped and got scared. Yeah. She so saw like the pictures and her. was yeah. asking if they're going to kill, was asking if they're going to kill JFK. And I don't know what, she just knew too much. So he got rid of her and then made a robot version of her. Basically. I, mean, <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't feel like that happened. I, feel, I have a feeling that she probably agreed to it. Like to becoming a robot, like to eventually becoming a robot and taking care of the kids. Like she, I feel like she had like a different connection with Reginald. Like Reginald actually trusted her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah, and I feel yeah. like they somehow connected and they like made this plan for her. Like if she were to die or like maybe he had to kill her, but he was going to be able to bring her back as a robot. And she was okay with that. Like, cause she knew, I, I guess. Why the fuck did he make her British then? <laughs> why the fuck not? People love a British accent. Everybody puts their like GPS yeah. on British. <laughs> <laughs> but can we talk about Pogo though? Oh, so sad. I know oh, that was full circle there too. That they had both experimented with Pogo and he like went to space or whatever. Oh yeah, I like added more to Pogo because I loved him in season one, and then to see him as like a little kid, like a little baby. Oh yeah. And he like Adorable. scratched fives. He was like already working with Reginald. But when he when meanwhile he was over, Reginald was over, and he stabbed Diego. Poor Diego. Like he just wants to see his mom and his dad, <laughs> and he just get like shocked to see that like his mom wasn't really his mom, and then to have his dad, his own dad, stab him. <laughs> what was that line? It was like, um, oh, you know, he stabbed me in the back, and he goes, "No, bro, he stabbed <laughs> me in the heart." Yeah. <laughs> the lines i think that's one of the things i really liked about the season there were so many like good quippy lines that were so funny yeah. they yeah they really upped the dialogue the i think were real with this one you you know what i noticed too as well they kind of were able to live the characters were able to live a life that they wanted to kind of live in their present life like yeah. the because um, Allison was able to actually have a, a find a man and a husband and that she cares about and that she's able to make a change with history, like in the sense with the with the sit-ins and all that stuff. And then you have Klaus like running around and being cult leader, I, going my, crazy, I, you know, like and it, it's just kind of cool. Like kinda, they kind of doing what they want to do. And then they kind of emphasize how Diego has the mommy issues and Luther has the, <laughs> the daddy issues when they're all sitting down with the dad. I love that scene. That's probably oh my, my god! Scene. The fact that like Luther took a bus all the way out to like where they live now, and they went. To, he went to go find Reginald, and he just like told him he smelled, and you would never be a son of mine. Get out! And that was so. Uh, yeah. sad. I feel like Luther needed Luther. Like he, he needed a little like kick in the butt and be like, "Hey, do your own thing, buddy. You've lived. Yeah, grow up. You don't need your dad." But he still does it. He finds the mafia boss guy. And he kind of sees him as his dad. That's why he's like so loyal to yeah. him. Like he has these daddy complex issues. Yeah. It, it all stems to him being kicked off and sent to the moon. Oh, I <laughs> like mean, left yeah. on the moon. So and you know, kind of played with and experimented on. Yeah. <laughs> when he takes off his shirt and like he's like, "This is what you did to me," and the dad is like, "Okay, stop crying. <laughs> like, what's up?" <laughs> he's such a softy. <laughs> That dinner did not go the way I, I thought it would go. No, that shit was hilarious. What Diego did during the dinner? What he did? When he stuttered. Oh, my oh God. yeah, he yeah, he started stuttering. Yeah. 
He went back to his old ways of stuttering during the dinner because he was so anxious. I was like, oh my god, Diego, no. Yeah, get it together, Diego. Like, That's you gotta go back to the mental cool hospital. They added to as his character. I love it. Well, that's what their dad does to them. Like, they all get so anxious. Like, they want revenge. They want answers. But the second they're in front of him, they're like... Uh, uh, they want his uh, approval at the same yes. time. They've always mm. wanted his approval. So even to this day, they want his approval. And they're saying, like, so you're telling me you guys are being this fucking stupid. The world has ended. And it's going to end again. And yet here you are. Like, then you are not my children. Like, I didn't teach you well enough. Like, you guys are pieces of shit. That's essentially yeah. what he said. <laughs> Yeah, like it's right. so sad, and then they start fighting with each other and stuff. Like when and she, five when is the only the one <laughs> who got talked to actually personally talk to him. Well, like he's he's like you, like you seem smart. Come with yeah. me. And they have like an actual discussion, which I mean, this it wasn't anything more than he already knew, except for the the seconds jumping back. Seconds uh, makes it more of a difference than trying to jump back even further. Which was like a yeah. great setup for that like, final scene where they were all shot. <laughs> and then he like just, it just turns back time by, you know, seconds or like minutes and it changes everything. Mm-hmm. So like, that was a good foreshadow. But I mean, I wanted to talk about when they, again, when they were trying to go back to the alleyway and go back in time and all that stuff, that Vanya really wanted Sissy and Harlan to come with him. And I thought, no, like, why would you ask them that? Like, that's so much to ask of somebody. But then it was a double standard on my my part because when Allison was telling Ray like to come with him, I was like, go with her. Oh my God, go with her. <laughs> but I, thought, I thought he would have been great in that time, but he stayed because he was saying this is his time, this is stuff he has to do. But would you guys go to the future with your like loved ones if they asked you to, if they told you out of the blue that they were from the future? If like, I yeah. had nothing left like Sissy, I feel like Sissy going to the future would have made more sense than Raymond because Raymond, I felt like, had so many ties to people that yeah. it f- would have had like more aftershocks and like you know little like butterfly effects if he had gone whereas sissy i feel like she doesn't have that many ties you know to people there and um maybe it wouldn't have had as much of an effect i was really sad i was like rooting for them yeah yeah i don't know i mean i she didn't make a point that because Vanya and her siblings, they were sent back in time and all scattered around different timelines that she could be separated from Harlan and end up in like some other time. Yeah. Which made sense. But I thought Raymond was really good. I thought he was a really great character this season. He should have gone to the future, but it made sense. Oh, I like that she told him everything in the future (laughs) that we have a black president and like everything we do in the future, but like the fight's not over. Like to tell him all that information, that seems like a lot to dump on him. He was such a good dude. Like, even when he, walk, like, even yeah, when he walks in the really kitchen cool. and Luther is like hugging uh, Allison, and his response is like, "What's That's wrong, the biggest Allison? white boy Versus, I've ever seen." Get off my wife! Forever, <laughs> <laughs> like you know, like he's such an understanding and like caring person. Like, just, or or you could see it as like this is this is a this is a black man, and this is a white man in a time where like literally they're hunting you down because you're black. So let me not just try to piss off this buff ass white guy. You know what I mean? In my house with my wife. I mean, yeah. you know, it's inside your kitchen. Like I, he probably just all cares about his wife. He's all up in there. <laughs> he's too much. And then he was like eating ribs and he was just like all sad eating ribs and sees Allison and he's just like a mess. <laughs> so funny. So funny. I, I can't with him. I really can't. Um, Klaus though. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, I enjoy go- Klaus. It was 
Yes, and I felt bad for him the whole story with Dave. Um, oh, I would have yeah, loved yeah. for that to work out. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> he like tried to so save sad. him, or, and Dave's what like his uncle got him to punch him in the face in the diner, and yeah, yeah. I thought when Dave came back to the retreat or like the mansion where Klaus lived that he was going to change his mind and not go, but then he already told him he enlisted. Like, yeah, it was just yeah. really, really sad. Okay, can we interject? Because yeah. what was was Dave in the army at first? No. I don't know. Klaus met with Dave when they went when he went back into Vietnam times. And then Dave um uh he was back when Dave was really young and no, 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 his no. like what branch did Dave enlist in when he first met Klaus? Was he in the army? No, no he was in the helicopter troopers. But that's not saying Army, Marines, Navy, National Guard, what? That'd probably be Army. They show that Dave is going on the bus for the recruits. They call him a Marine, so he picked a different Oh, shit. He didn't go oh. to the oh. I watched it twice, so I picked up on that <laughs> that I watched. Oh, so, shit. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Because that wouldn't be, yeah, that wouldn't be Marines. That'd be Army. Wow, so Dave maybe doesn't die. What if we see him again in season three? Oh, oh, Marine. Oh, he wanted to be on the, the front line of Vietnam. Oh, interesting. Yeah, because Marines first one's in, last one's out. Yeah. That's true. So he probably still dies. What? <laughs> I think he doesn't. I hope he uh, changes his fate. I mean, it's the knows? war that we lost, so I don't know, man. Or since he enlisted early, wow. maybe he got G promoted agrees. to a higher rank, and he's higher rank. Yeah, he could have. You could. He could have been in like the general stage where he wouldn't have been bothered. Yeah, give Klaus a happy ending, and so finally, in like season three, maybe he meets him again or comes across him, and then again, he's like, wait. Are you Dave? Kind of thing. He's like, yeah, I was in the Marines. Oh, that'd be awesome. Mm -hmm. Oh, nice. And now we don't have. So we like had to say goodbye to Ghost Ben, and now we have real life Ben, Ben, but not the Ben we know. We have asshole Ben. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) I was just just an asshole. He seems to be like the leader of the group. So like that that silhouette of all of them standing up on like the balcony. It from the silhouette, it looks like all of them like the same. Because one guy on the far end looks like he's a big dude like Luther. Yet, oh man, I just want season three already. When did this season two come out? Like two weeks ago, barely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I kind of want it to be different people. Because I feel like, one, if it's them, I, I feel like it doesn't make sense for it to be them. And I also feel like I don't want them to deal with the whole paradox thing. Time yeah. five of them. Yeah, they're just gonna be farting like the entire season. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or if they don't bring that up, and then it's just that's like amazing. You don't want to see that. <laughs> <laughs> Do we think Lila's gonna be in season three? She has to. I feel like that's too big of a plot hole not to have her in there. Right. Yeah, I think she will. Maybe they might need her help at some point. Maybe because they're gonna have to fight in. themselves or or the other. She and Diego are like still in love with each other, like in canon. So I feel like they they're gonna try to have them like do a thing back together, all that. And she comes back. I don't know. I guess it's just gonna be them teaming up. Probably them fighting them. I mean, that's the tone it gave in that last shot that they they were like intruders, and then now they're gonna have to like fight these like better. Maybe they work together. The Sparrow Academy actually work together, and they have to like fight them or come together and again uh, uh, prevent the apocalypse. But you can think of like. 
the world outside of those doors has probably changed dramatically too from everything that maybe, you know, Ray went and with all the information that Allison gave him about the future, he went and made changes and like so many things could have gone differently because of their presence in that time. You guys think the world's going to be totally different season three? Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Thank you, Caleb. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> man. I feel like Hargreaves is now the alien overlord of all of them. Alien overlord. <laughs> um, what his, sorry, what was his like ultimate goal? Was because he kept talking about like the greater good and everything, but he's such an asshole that it just it's a like his entire character. I feel like is a complete paradox because he keeps talking about like doing the right thing and like the greater good, but like he clearly did not do well by the kids, seeing how traumatized they are growing up. Right. I think I, he's, that's a good point, man. I think he's heartbroken. In terms of family. Like, I don't think he understands yeah. a good father. He just wants to be like a good He he's no, probably I, the type of like I taught him how to survive. I taught him I gave him a roof over their head. They're educated. I that's all he he probably thought he needed to do, but nothing like emotional. Like he probably just think as a parent is just to like make sure the child is alive and I, could survive on its own type of shit. I'm also not, like, wondering if he's good. like like heartbroken because he lost his wife, his only love of his life. He's the last one of his kind. So he just can't handle giving any more emotions because it'll just make him feel worse and worse kind of thing. So He also probably I, just like doesn't understand humans. Like the humans, whole yeah, that could be it too. Not one. Oh yeah, yeah, I forget that's that. True. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point too. Yeah. Good point. I forget that he, yeah, legitimately is not human. <laughs> he, yeah, I guess you. He's trying to. I don't know whether it's save humanity or do right by them because he's not from that earth, or he's trying to maybe change the future because he knows what could happen. So he, you know, I don't know, experiments on Pogo and tries to send him to space and finds all of them. I don't know what it is that he does, but he's just not understanding the human side of it and what he's doing. I feel like in season three, they're going to have to like put things on a grander scale. Cause they keep doing that with each season. Yeah. Like, you know, it starts off narrow and then the window of like the, like the grand scheme of things keeps like growing and growing. And I feel like in season three to make it make sense, I feel like they kind of have to introduce like his side of things. Cause also like, why does he care about humans and the greater good of earth? You know, yeah. he's not from here. Like what's his deal? Because he has his kids there. Oh, maybe he does care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, maybe we'll get backstory on where he's from and why he did. Because he is probably like the still the biggest mystery of the show. We've delved so deep into all these characters and all their side stories and what it is that they want, and we still have like no idea what <laughs> what Reginald wants or wants wants to do. So maybe we'll get that in the next season. I don't know. And maybe we'll see all of them finally work together for the first time because we still didn't even get that in season two. Right, exactly. So maybe <laughs> this will be the unification we season. Got it. <laughs> we only got when uh, when five first came back. That was the only time they actually were kind of working together at that moment. Well, we saw it a little bit um, at the end, like when the handler brought her army and they were all kind of like had to team up against, you know, the yeah. army handler. Which is crazy. There's like all of those yeah. dudes briefcases and <laughs> but, but to I, see to see them I guess I don't know, I guess work together. I think that's 
kind of more like survival mode and it's where they backed each other up but they still didn't know who was in the house fighting lila i think it was like luther i think it's five yeah it was like fives and luther luther got crushed yeah. by like the fireplace or something yeah fell on him I yeah that's <laughs> <fell on him. laughs> They probably only really work well together when it's like you said, like it's an instinct thing. Like I don't think they're yeah. planning or like, you know, listening to five. But... And then the handler died, didn't she? They killed her. Yeah, who knows? Maybe she'll come back somehow. I know, right? She died yeah. in the first season, so we think she's dead, but she's never dead. I'm tired of her, to be honest. <laughs> she was, yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> her too with her agenda it's very just what she just wants to be the boss i guess yeah, it's supposed to be evil and mean because and- <laughs> <laughs> the agency they just they what they just watch time or they they prevent big things from happening they or they have to- like on track i guess yeah so even if there are tragedies or like you know the assassination of jfk like they wouldn't prevent something like that they would just make sure some of these things still happen because they're supposed to Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. Do you guys think Har- or Hargreaves is like aware of the agency? Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. he's got to be. I think so. Maybe they made it. Yeah. Wouldn't we? Wouldn't he, Wouldn't he want to try and manipulate the agency or get a hold of it there? Mm-hmm. Or maybe because he, or maybe he doesn't because he already knows maybe the future or something. It. Yeah. I don't know. I really like the agency though. I think I'd work for them. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I'd be pretty cool. <laughs> like I wouldn't want to work under the handler, but you know, I'd be in that little nerdy rebel group that. <laughs> went I, don't know. I think their benefits aren't like that great. And, like, oh yeah, the that. handler said it herself. <laughs> <laughs> and I wouldn't want to sit through their orientation. <laughs> Did they say when it takes place? When like, or you know how where, when they're in. At the agency, what time period is it? I don't know. Or, or is there a time period? Uh, agency is like all time because because they're like taking care of all like all time. Are they out of time? Time? Like they're not in like a time stream because they have a building too, right? Like they have an actual yeah. physical building where they all show up to work, but it doesn't say when or where. It's probably like a, like, a, like a little like hole in time that like doesn't affect anything. And that's yeah, what that's at. what I was gonna say. I think that's yeah. what too. There's a lot of a lot with time that they're very vague about. You just have to kind of go with the go with the flow. Yeah. Well, if they, I feel like if they show more, there'll be no point to the show anymore. Like after this season, like oh, you guys already know everything. Cool. Like it'll be hard <laughs> to like kind of put up more stories. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know where they could go from here besides, I guess, I don't know if they just, them going back now to the present has stopped the end of the world, and we just move on from that world ending to now their next problem is fighting themselves or something, so it seems like it's a a lot less urgent. Probably. Who knows? Mm I don't yeah. know. This show could go anywhere. How many? I, uh, I mean, I'm not. I'm not very keen on the actual like uh, the, the the comics and whatnot of Umbrella Academy. Is it fairly extensive? Like, I'm wondering how much of season two was was adapted from the comics as far as like the story structure in general. Um, I haven't read it, so it's I pretty. Know. It, I don't know. They changed. They changed a good amount because season one from the comics is very different, mm-hmm. and season two, like the the second novel is called Dallas so it's set there and they are they are all separated but it definitely 
go steers away from the comic book. Okay. So they could really, yeah, for the guy, and there's not a lot of books either. So mm. okay. they could really honestly go anywhere with the show. Right. Some Game of Thrones shit. <laughs> yeah, just right <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you guys want to see more of like i know we talked about when we discussed season one we were excited to see more of klaus or like maybe all of us would eventually like vanya and we did in season two <laughs> um i'm really hoping luther eventually gets something that you know redeems him from being such a like lost puppy all the time Right. I don't know if you guys are like tired of characters or I'm like tired of I'm tired of Luther. I'm like, all right, dude, let's get it together. Like you, you're, <laughs> yeah, you're I'm not gonna be less. with a girl. You're not, you know, your daddy's not gonna accept you. Let's move on. <laughs> Come on. I don't know. That's just me. I, I want to see someone else take reins besides Fives trying to do it all himself. Right. Yeah, I, I like to see that. He deserves it. He needs to rest a little. <laughs> he does. I'd love to see, I don't know, Klaus take over or yeah. maybe that's where Luther comes in. And he, they, they always argue about their numbers because Luther is first, he's number one, but he doesn't really act like the mm-hmm. the oldest or like the one in charge. So maybe he can come, step up to the plate and actually be like, hey, let's do this, do this, do that. Especially if it's going to be them versus Sparrow Academy and they have to work like as a team. I don't know. I don't know if Luther has the brains for that, though. And I don't even mean that like <laughs> Like, I genuinely don't know if he can think of all because like the thing about five is that he thinks of everything, right? He thinks of yeah. how the outcomes are going to go, what possibilities, like what each person should do. But I don't think Luther has like the capability to like process everything. Well, because like five's had so much knowledge of time travel because that's what he dealt with. But maybe we have no time travel or, you know, maybe significantly less amount of time travel in third season to where it's going to acquire someone else's knowledge of something where Vibes doesn't know anything about it. Or Vanya, you know, maybe because she, she's most powerful that and we saw her like using so much of her powers in the season that she's going to be the powerful leader or something like that. Vanya could do it, I think. I think out of all the characters, I think it makes most sense for Allison. Because I feel like mm-hmm. besides five, she yeah. probably has like the best head on her shoulders. <laughs> she makes the most sense out of all of them. I think I'd like so. to see someone like Cloud mm-hmm. take over, be like five, like just a complete flip. He's, he's, like, he's the one that's like in an outskirt doing God knows what. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And you know? he's like, all right, here's what we're going to do. <laughs> right, exactly. I don't know. Nothing you guys want to see like season three. I mean, I guess it's pretty much anything could happen because season one ended with they're going to end up somewhere and that's how we could predict what we wanted to see in season two mm-hmm. but season two I, for season, the next one i don't know where it could possibly go i guess uh see more of their powers because i mean i mean we did see more of their powers but not like throughout the season it was just more more like story and then at the end powers but like this time like throughout the season see them use their powers more mm-hmm. or reginald maybe we see his powers yeah Maybe or see what, or see what other uh, um, kids that were born on yeah, the same I day. Yeah, I want to see what like, their powers are. Yeah, because like they're they're all weird powers. They're not like just like your your like typical like superhero. But, yeah, that no, was like a cop out. Like her power was mimic. Like she could just mm-hmm. mimic anyone else's power. I was like, that's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, wait, just give her like, something really? unique. She gets to have everything all of them have. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that was fair. 
Yeah, and I want to know how her power works. Like, can she keep using it, or like, yeah, uh, like she just use it once? Yeah, like, yeah, and well, it makes sense on that one scene w- when she meets Fives, like how she kept going from place to place. Like, yeah, I was like, warehouse. oh man, I guess she can jump and time travel and all that. But it was just because she was taking his power. That was a great fight yeah. scene between the t- two of them. Yeah, and it was like a cover of um, um, that song. It was a cover of that uh, song. Uh, Billie Eilish. Billie uh, Eilish, yeah. Yeah, it was such a good cover. Again, it was. Music stepped up to the plate this season with Backstreet Boys. I'll never get over that. I'll never get over <laughs> that playing. And then the sweetest version of that Adele song when the song yeah, 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 I was, was like, that's actually kind of sad. Like, I don't know why, but. It was so good. <laughs> that was so good. <laughs> yeah, whoever in charge of music over there for the show is doing a great job. I want them to know that. Oh, yeah. Mm-mm. Well, I guess scene two, I mean, scene three is just going to be left to whatever because we don't have any kind of predictions. Yeah, have to wait probably like a year and a half for the next oh. season. Uh, Do we think any of the characters are going to die maybe next season? Uh, I can see that. I mean, if we had to person who's going to die, who do you think it's going to be? It's not going to be five. It's, it's going to be Diego. I was about to say it probably that. probably is five. I was about to say Diego. It's going to be five, five, but I think it's too good to die. I yeah, yeah. I just like, yeah. but Sorry, he's also like, or something. maybe maybe like jumping through time and all that stuff has affected his body. Like usually, it's people who jump through time Dang, so much get their Avatar. body affected. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. All right, we almost lost Diego in season two. Like we almost lost him. He was like left there for dead, stabbed yeah. by bad. And I was like, oh man, are we about to lose Diego? And then they they save him. So I don't know. It could be him. I could see it. His his uh his hero complex gets in the way even further in season three that he just steps in the way of fire or something and gets stabbed or shot. Right. And also he has like the kind of least super powery power of any of them. Okay. <laughs> like throwing, knives. All the bullets, throwing a like, knife. What was that? Did you guys the what? fight scene? Like he just stopped all the bullets in time. Since oh, when yeah. can you do that? Yeah, I didn't know that was a part of his power. That was interesting. It's like the projectiles. So he was able to stop them while they were projecting and then like shift them into another direction. But he's done anything of that caliber before. So I was like, what is that? That just jumped a whole notch. Like it jumped a big scale on his powers. Exactly. (laughs) Throw knives and make it spin. Like now he can gunfire. Okay. I don't know. I think I think he could be a goner for sure. Um, I don't think Fives would be, or oh, maybe Reginald, in some all-out fight or in some way Reginald dies. Ooh, you know, be a great way for him to die. Uh-huh. He sacrifices himself to like save his children. I was gonna say like them. Him or Fives yeah. sacrifice themselves for like the family, then that'd be kind of dope. Like tragic, mm-hmm. kind of cool. What if like Reginald is super nice in this season? Like in this timeline, he's really really nice to all the kids, and they like had like loving childhood. <laughs> They're like, fuck you. <laughs> I know. I'd like, be so mad. I'd be so mad if I was the other, of like, the, the kid that, like, got the shitty father. I'm like, really? Like, this is why I hate you. Because you can't like, like, good dad. We told you how awful of a dad you were, so you went and were nice to, like, a whole group of other kids. To spite us, too, because that's probably some shit he'll do to spite us. Or something family. Luther would say. <laughs> He's like, wait, what? Because he was so, uh, I don't know. I can't. He was so un- embarrassed of them at that dinner like none of you guys he would... was so ashamed of them yeah it's like oh. none of you guys would be a product of me or like of my work or of my attention even 
Yeah. That he was just, like, embarrassed by all of them. But it's like, well, because you made them this way. I think if he was nice to, or, like, if he was, like, a better father to the new group, he would only do it not because he cared, but because he didn't want them to turn out, like, the Umbrella Academy. Yeah. So, like, if he, he's like, okay, being the scientist alien that he is, that he's like, obviously, these guys are from the future, and I messed them up, and they're just, like, a mess then let me go back to drawing board. And if I am going to do this in the future where I find all these kids, I'll do it differently. Maybe he yeah. just read some psychology books, like child psychology books. <laughs> let me find out what's going on in human brains of a child. It's like, what yeah. are emotions? Mm-hmm. What is that? What is love? What does a child need besides food? <laughs> <laughs> besides food. Maybe Grace will be back too. Maybe Pogo will be back because everything, like it changed the timeline. Oh, if Pogo's back, I'll be so happy. What you oh, no. they, I feel like they didn't give him enough uh, screen time. He was so good. He was so wise Ooh. and like cared for all of them and knew what they had all been through as kids, but was still just, all right, like pay respects to your dad. And they're like, no. <laughs> He's just like a good Well, a it's good because guy. like he was trained that way too as well. Like that whole building was him being trained. Like when Fives f- finds him, and he's yeah. just being trained to be the butler because like there's a fake family and food and kids yeah. stuff. I'm like, yo, that's kind of messed up. Well, yeah, he just is pretty devoted to Hargreaves. Yeah. but it- I hope we see them all again. I like Grace. I like her as the robot, as the mom. Yeah. I'm curious. Out. Yeah, dead. I'm curious She's for them murdered. to step out those front doors and the world being something entirely different than what they remember. Or maybe it's the Coca-Cola same and it's only slight changes. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like it'd be drastic changes. Multiverse. Spider-Man multiverse. Shit. Spider-Man's there? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it took a shift. Um... I was to say any last things because I I know we went through it pretty fast. My notes are like again all over the place. But any last things that like stood out to you guys the most for season two that you guys absolutely loved? Um, I was gonna say that I'm surprised that like we never even heard about Allison's daughter. Like we heard about her twice, but it was like, oh, this is my daughter, and it's like, oh wait, completely forgot about her. And it's like, are we gonna see her next season or does she just for? Oh yeah. She was left in left in season one, and as like a mother, she was so intense to get custody of her to have her in season one. That in season two, she like went and lived her life. Like, I guess we never saw a portion of that story where she tried really found hard that to odd. get back. That's what I found odd. Like, she yeah, like, like, like you want to be with your, to your mother, to your, you want to be with your daughter. So try really hard to find your siblings or fives to get back to the present to your daughter. But no, you went and like got married. She gave up. Yeah. She practically gave up on her daughter. So I'm like, are we going to see her ever again? Or is that like the end? I'm <laughs> clear. That's it. Like she's just gone. Or maybe she has. Oh, yeah. Maybe she's part of the other academy. Wait, she Did might it... not even exist, though. I was going to say, yeah. yeah, like she came She came back, but they changed the, they altered time. So maybe she never had a daughter. Oh, that would suck. That would be really sad. Ooh. That would be yeah. very sad. Man. No, but I, what I liked about the season most than anything, which I thought was pretty cool, like they hit like a important like history timelines within the story yeah of the world like you saw like what was going around and what people were that that were living during that time what they were experiencing like that that's what people were experiencing like being gay and being forced to go to the war and the war happening around the world and then a single mother struggling you know to try to be and, that good yeah wife they covered a lot of great topics they did for sure yeah like a lot of history moments like the whole mafia thing the whole uh, movement 
black rights movement, all of that. Like, I think they hit it pretty good in a way. I love when shows or movies do that when it's really well done. Yeah, yeah. it was pretty deeply tied in. Luther, the guy who Luther was working for, is the guy who killed um, Lee Harvey Oswald. I can't say it, Oswald. Oswald. Mm-hmm. So like that's the guy who killed the guy who killed JFK, and mm-hmm. then that mafia guy actually did own a bar, like a club, back in the day. So it was like really pretty deep <laughs> tie-in yeah. history for them. They really did their homework on that one, but again, not that it had a huge payoff. Anyways, it didn't really have to do it w- deal with anything. It just placed them pr- pretty pretty deep into history, I guess. Yeah, into history. Like they probably might alter time more because they were part of history so much. Like they probably did, like like Allison telling her husband all those things, and him like staying back because he knows it's gonna be worth it to do that. Like maybe altered something else. Maybe he was able to do something different in the future, which changed a tad bit. Would he still be alive in present day if they went back? Or would be like a yeah, really really old man? Yeah, he would. He would still be alive. Yeah, old. Would like though. Allison meet him as a really old man? Oh. Yeah. Oh my god, imagine. That'd be so like sad, but so touching. He'd be like Captain America with his like wife on the deathbed and she's like really old (laughs) i can't believe he went back in time and (laughs) killed her children (laughs) yeah captain america messed up that timeline (laughs) yep yeah i feel like there was a lot and we just like zoom through so much so much there was a lot there it was a lot to unpack but i think it was a great discussion i didn't excited for season three apparently it's going to be literally anything because we don't have any kind of predictions or the slightest idea of what could happen yep so we will talk about that in 2022 oh no spoilers he dies <laughs> i love to binge it and then i hate to binge it all in one day because then i'm like oh, yeah. sitting there like okay well <laughs> what i'm gonna watch now. yeah um well, yeah, season two is absolutely amazing. So I'm excited to see what season three has to bring. Um, hopefully it's just as good or even better and they keep moving up the notch. Uh, if anybody has anything last to say about season two besides it being really awesome and to go home and listen to the soundtrack again, then <laughs> I think we're good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. if they can just keep up the writing, you know, the writing of this season was very strong um, yeah. aside from – Whatever minor things that might have been issues with it, the writing was exceptional. Really good, really good. So I'm looking forward to the third season. Keep your yeah, writers. I know, like don't get, don't change anything. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> All right, Ivan, you want to send us out? Yeah. Well, before we do, um, Clarissa, yes. I know you have an announcement happening this week. Yes, I'm so excited. I know we've been building it up uh, like crazy and it's finally getting around to happening. I'm really excited to be debuting with Isabel um, our Star Wars podcast, Ton Talk. It took a while to stick with that name, but we were really excited about it. And I do love Hoth and on, I do love Tauntauns. So Ton Talk is premiering this week on Friday, October 2nd, same day as Squadrons um, dropping. So it's going to be a really exciting Star Wars day for everybody. And make sure to listen to us. We're going to be on all of our usual streaming platforms. And we're eventually going to be having our video podcasts on YouTube. So I'm really, really looking forward to that. Yeah, and I'm, I'm planning to release that um, 
also on Friday too. So we're going to have that uh, YouTube stuff ready yes. the same day. And then uh, besides that, we also have Jarrell here who is Yay. part of another podcast. You want to tell people? Yes, indeed. Yeah. I hope we do some type of a cross episode talking about squadrons, Clarissa. I feel like. Yes, definitely. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, I am. I am over the world. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Thank you, Caleb. Uh, <laughs> so I am one of the co-hosts of the Gamers for Life podcast. Uh, me and Arthur Thomas, we, uh, host a gaming podcast under, uh, of course, the Nerdy Bunch brand. So it's really fun to talk about all things games, gaming news. And if there's a slow gaming news week, it's just, you know, certain topics around games. Uh, it's been really fun. Two episodes are out right now. So feel free to check it out. Every Saturday releases. So nice. Yeah. yeah Nerdy uh, taking over. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> I know we have so many things coming up. And then uh, Justine working on her project, which I still can't talk about, but <laughs> Ellie is part of it. I'll at least say that. <laughs> and we have some things happening this week. Hopefully, if it works out. But yeah. um, hopefully, Very, hopefully by <laughs> next podcast, we can finally talk about it and do a logo drop as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then uh, Debbie, welcome to the team. She is like Jarrell. She's going to be a, a season regular. Yay. As oh, well. Okay. She'll be joining our team. Thank you. Thank you. So welcome. Glad to have you. Glad to be here. Um, but um, other than that, um, I don't know if you guys have anything to say. Again, just thanks for listening. Um, we love being here. We love talking and talking about the shows and movies and topics we love. So thank you guys for listening so much. Yeah, and then you guys can uh, follow us on Instagram. We do have a, a tree link there where we have all the podcasts where you can listen, whether it's Spotify or um, Apple Podcasts. And we're pretty much available on every podcast platform. But yeah, check us out when you guys can. Remember, on Monday will be the Nerdy Bunch podcast. Wednesday's Nerd Hut. Saturday, Friday will be Tom Talk, and Saturday is Gamers for Life. Geez, that's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All righty, well, that's that's it for us. Um, Thank you, guys. We'll catch you guys next Yay. week. Bye. 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 Thank you for listening to the Nerdy Bunch podcast. Our podcast is produced and edited by Ivan Gonzalez. Music intro is by Leo Music. Please make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Links are located in the podcast description. Make sure to subscribe to our podcast to listen to the latest episode. Baba Booey. Baba Booey. I probably just fucked it all up. Papa Booey. Papa Booey. Papa Booey. Papa Booey.